If you have debt and you're ready to pay it off but don't know where to start, then you've come to the right place. My name is Adam. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Debt Collaborative Podcast, where we discuss a couple's roadmap to paying off debt. Episode 23. Buckle up, everybody. We're going on a joyride. We're talking about cars. Hey, everyone. Hey. Happy Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Labor Day. Woo. I slept my Labor Day away. And you labored all day. I labored all day. I did. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't work, but I still labored. Anywho. When I, I, I'm going to start driving around on the holidays because I drove to my mom's house, which is like 35 minutes away from us, and the freeway was incredible. So Was it the, empty? It was super empty. So for oh. the listeners that don't know, Ashley and I live in Southern California in the United States of America, and traffic is... Uh, Awful. Yeah. Horrendous. Terrible. I, yeah, I don't even know how to put it. Like, like uh, life-sucking. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and on Labor Day, the traffic is amazing. And I think I'm just going to travel on holidays because sometimes, well, especially this holiday, you know? I think it's a different story on Christmas. Yeah. Because pe- oh, yeah. people are trying to get places. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's not safe to drive on the holidays. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> so why why are we talking about cars today? Well, I think we are visiting the topic of cars today because, well, I know we're tempted about getting a car. Well, when paying back debt on, on, on this journey that the listeners are going through, uh, that we're, we're helping them because our debt journey is done, mm-hmm. um, Cars are well. I mean, I guess it depends if you're living if you're if you're dependent upon a car, mm. um, then it matters. But if you're in a part of the world where transportation is different and you don't need a car, then you know we've been to different parts of the world where when we traveled it was all like it was easy. trains, uh, buses, cabs. It was really easy to get around. Yeah. The cities that we've been to. Way different from, you know, it's different from where we live right now. I've never used public transportation where we where we live in California. Um, but it doesn't seem as easy or accessible as it is like in Europe. Yeah. No, yeah. Because you would have a bus or a train coming every like five, ten minutes. Yeah. If you miss it, a, a, a subway in Europe, another one comes around in five minutes. And it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Here, it's like there's a schedule and that's the only schedule that's available. Yeah. The intervals that the buses will come, it's, I don't know, depending on the route. Some routes are like an hour Mm -hmm. for every bus to come by. Others are shorter, like 15 minutes. I don't think there's like multiple trains and stuff like that, huh? It's probably like one train. Trains, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. (laughs) I don't know how we got down this road. Um... But I think I just wanted to start with a theory. I have a theory. Ooh, tell me. 
I think this is just this is my opinion. I could be wrong. But I'm gonna run this by you. Okay. I'm listening. And the people collaborating with us. Okay. I don't know where everybody stands on cars. I'm not judging people on their choice of car that they like to drive. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm just notating something, okay? Okay, all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. That I think that cars are the number one status symbol in America. Oh. More so than homes, clothes, jewelry, or jobs, or insert whatever you want. I think cars in America, especially where we live, mm-hmm. are the most thing of success. Mm-hmm. And people judge one another off of the type of car they have. I agree. I think I can agree with that. Really? I think... I Let mean, the record I have, show. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I feel like I partly agree. Because clothing, I feel, is probably a big thing. But I don't know. Cars, I guess. Like accessories of what you well, wear? Well, I mean, like name brand clothes. Like, not stuff like we wear, but like people that probably have money, they wear like name brand stuff. Like people we don't even like. Louis Vuitton and Gucci and I don't know. I can't think of all the name brand clothes. Like So you think clothes are a bigger status symbol than a car? Mm, I think it might be neck and neck. Like those might be the top two. Hmm. For sure. But I, I don't That's a very good um, thought. Theory. Because if you, if you drive around, you can have a really nice car and, and live in, well, you can rent a room. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, I guess. You your mortgage is your car. With, yeah. <laughs> you can live with like roommates, 15 people in one house and then drive, drive a really nice car. And then everybody thinks that when you show up places that, oh, you're driving a really nice car, they must, you know, live in a be really successful nice house. or whatever. Huh. Maybe. I think that's a good point. I just thought. Hmm. I don't know. Could be wrong. That'd be funny. But what does your car say about you, Adam? Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about what kind of car you drive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People saw oh, my car. Oh no. So the last episode we had talked about um, moving mm-hmm. and the cost of moving. And how many times each of us have moved in our lifetime. And Ashley, I mean, dominates. <laughs> she had like 20 plus places that she's that she's moved in her lifetime. And um, I forgot your number. It wasn't Well, together much. we moved a lot together. But nine before that. Time. We're on yeah, our ninth time ninth together. time together. Yeah. But before that, you had many more. Yeah. But I here we go. We're going to flip the tables now because we're going to go over really quick. I think I take the cake with cars. <laughs> <laughs> I had way more cars than you have had. Oh, for sure. You want to go first? Should I go first? Yeah, okay. It's a short list. Oh, you know. Oh, you know what? I have a question. I wonder if this counts. So when I turned, I must have been sixteen. Does having a shell of a car count? 
No. No? You didn't drive it. I didn't drive it. It never like became a car, but I had a Volkswagen Shell that was like, it was orange and it was supposed to be built and stuff, but it, we never made it that far. Um, so that doesn't count? No. Okay. All right. So the total amount of cars that I've ever had in my life, is it just two? Yeah. A Toyota Corolla. Uh-huh. That I drove into the ground. Uh-huh. Came a death trap. Uh-huh. And then now my Hyundai Sonata. Yeah. You've had two cars. Two cars. Wow. I mean, but how long have I been driving? Since you were 18. Yeah. And I'm 31 now. Ooh, you just gave your age away. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what ifs? <laughs> okay. Two, ca- two cars. Wow. Two. Okay. I wonder what the average is, like how many cars people have. I, we, you know, I've tried. I tried looking that up, uh-huh. and it's the the range is nuts. It's like some some places, uh, websites that I found say six, others say eight, others say ten. Well, does leasing others say count? 15. People would change them all the time when they lease them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the average is, but the the numbers all over the place um, with how many cars. I think the the data on it's hard to get. I haven't found a good source, but I gave up after looking for like an hour. Okay, but so tell me how many cars have you had in your lifetime, and give me the age that you started driving. Yeah. And then how old you are now? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here! Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Dang. Why don't I, Why don't we just give all our stats? I'm six two. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're so not start- gonna go into your weight class. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go. <laughs> More to love. <laughs> Back on track. Uh, I've been driving since I, I turned, oh, was I 16 or 17? I'm 37. So that dates me. Um, probably 16. Okay. So here's my car list. I drove... A 1985 Nissan Sentra. I had a 1998 GMC Sonoma. Is this an order? Somewhat, kind of. Okay. Not really. Sonoma? Yeah, GMC Sonoma. Okay. Knockoff S10. Chevy S10. Anywho. Uh, 1970 Volkswagen bus that I drove just for a quick bit. A 1975 Volkswagen Beetle. Um, a 1975 Ford Mustang. A 1995 Neon Dodge Neon. A 2001 Honda Civic, a 1990 Honda CRX, a 2011 Yamaha R1. Does motorcycles count? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. And then I, my current car is a 2007 Toyota Tacoma. How many? I lost track. <laughs> How many cars is that? Ten. Ten? One, wait, well, nine and one motorcycle. Um. Yeah, I've had a lot of cars. Wow. None of them work very well. Except two. I feel like I knew most of those cars in yeah. your lifetime, yeah. Yeah. I've also over you know, I've had like Did you mention your little green truck? That's the GMC Sonoma. Oh, that's a Sonoma? Yeah. I'll say I don't know. I never heard it I never heard of that. Yeah. Huh. So I've had a ton of cars. And 
And at one point, I had two cars, and they were both broke down, and I was taking the bus to work. <laughs> was that the bug in the Mustang? That Yeah, that was the bug or in Mustang. The bug in Mustang. Yeah. I kind of really liked your, that Mustang. Would, yeah. That was a cool car. Bucket seats. Yeah, that was a really cool car. It would smoke when you stop at stoplights because <laughs> it, it would be leaking oil. Oh, my God. Uh. Yeah, so, you know, I, I've I've had some pretty long commutes in my, in my working career. What's the longest commute that you've had? Two hours and 30 minutes. But that's with traffic, right? Yeah. And it should have took, what, like an hour? No, it was normal. We, yeah, the longest commute I had. I only did it for like a month. We were in the process of moving. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and, you know, I've had long drives like for an hour. Um, I've also commuted. Like I've taken the bus when I was younger. I used to take the bus to work. And I've also had jobs where I was able to walk. So I walked to work a few times. Um, but I think that... I think that when you're in the process of paying down debt or paying off debt, cars could be a, either a blessing or a headache. Depends on the quality. Yeah. And yeah. it depends on if you have a car payment. Oh, that or too. Not. Yeah. And how, if you come to the realization that you're sick of debt and you want to pay it off and you have a car... And has a car payment um, because the vast majority of people who own cars um, are paying off a loan on that car. And how do you know if you've purchased too much car? Mm. You know, is there like a general rule of thumb that people go by? You know, or that how should do you, go by? Yeah, that you should go by. Yeah. Because I think it, it just depends on how hardcore you are at your goals. Oh, like how, I guess, we're, where you're willing to cut, you know, cut corners and, and save money on Yeah, on like if, you've, if you purchase a car that takes up a lot of your income and you only need it to get you from A to B, you know, the difference between a $25,000 car versus like a $10,000 or $5,000 car is pretty significant. You know what? I think I might have to go back and agree with you because thinking about having to cut that down, like, I don't know, personally thinking, um, you made me kind of revisit that thought like, oh shoot, maybe it is a car that carries the most status because when you think about having to cut it, you know, Take, take take something off that list and taking off a really nice car that makes you feel good when you're driving and you like it, and um, but it's a huge payment and thinking about getting rid of it and then getting kind of like a clunker. Yeah. Like. Right. I know where you're going with this. It kind yeah. of, ma- like I'm, I'm just thinking like, oh, um, I don't know if I were driving something super nice, like, I don't know, a dream car of some sort that... You worked hard, you got your payment, you know, you were able to get your payments settled and you you can kind of like tolerate it. But to think, oh, if you don't want those payments, that means I have to drive something that doesn't look as nice and doesn't make me feel as nice. I can see how that can totally affect 
you as like with the status symbol. I get it. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, yeah, chug it. I mean, I I don't know. You see, didn't you want to start an Instagram of cars that like <laughs> shouldn't be on the road? Yeah. And, and, and here There's we are a, saying like, whoa, that shouldn't be on the road. Yeah. But what if those people are? <laughs> I saw a car driving down the road the other day while my coworkers and I were getting lunch. And it had no front windshield. Oh, my god! And they had kids in the car. That's not good. And a minivan. And the minivan was just beat. It was just like, I don't even know how it was running. Now, do you think they're on a debt-free journey? Or they just <laughs> I don't know what kind like, of journey knows, they're but... on. I don't know. Oh, that was, that was crazy. crazy. And then other cars, I don't know how they're on the road. They're barely, you know, put together with bungee cords. That's it's crazy. Too, yeah. But that that's a good that's a good point because the the more exotic of a car you get, the more expensive everything is on that car. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, we were just thinking about look. We were look. You got excited about a car. And, and then we thought about the maintenance of it and you kind of explained to me, cause I didn't even think anything of it, that the maintenance would be more expensive just, just by virtue of the parts. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, someone had someone I, I know their car had a really, really nice Audi. It's, I don't even know what kind of Audi it was. Super nice. And the bumper got damaged. Something hit it up when they're on the freeway. And when they took it into the mechanic, I think the bumper was like five thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! For that Audi, yeah. I mean, that's that's like that's expected, right? Like when you get one of those cars. That's I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't think about that until someone told <laughs> until me. Like, until it oh, happened. Yeah. yeah. Your bumper's not you know five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. Your bumper's five thousand dollars. Holy! Oh my gosh! I mean, and us thinking that because you know we're kind of tempted. We've been going in circles and visiting the idea of getting a car. And then you brought up looking at a Porsche. Uh, it was a joke. I don't think you were. That was a joke. I don't think you were joking. It was a joke. We're No. I mean, we're not. We're not no. going to. But it wasn't, gonna... it wasn't a joke. Well, see, it's status symbol. See, it's a status symbol. We are we are we do not have the money for a Porsche. No. But yet we played around with the idea. And we looked at it and you made me like the Porsche. And think about this. Hold on, think about this. <laughs> but right? then it Hold. made me realize what well, okay, I'll We're think. We're driving okay. around in a Porsche and we go home to our one bedroom apartment, right? In our carport. <laughs> in our apartment complex, there are freaking really nice cars around here. Yeah. Audis, Mercedes. Yep. Jeeps. Really expensive cars. Yeah. I've never seen like a Ferrari or anything. I've seen, yeah, <laughs> some crazy, crazy cars. But when we were looking at the Porsche, it kind of made us realize like, uh, we don't want to pay that money for the maintenance. No, I don't want to pay that much for a car. Oh, that too. <laughs> Joking. So, I mean... All right. So in preparation for this episode and trying to think about cars and how they play a role in paying back debt, 
and they, they do and it's so it's so contextual to everyone's individual story and it's I know for you and I you know I, I've had I've had my truck for what 10 12 years now my truck's been paid off I paid off my truck's been paid off for I don't know how many five year loan it's been paid off for like the last five years six wow. years mm-hmm. um, and for me my, my Toyota Tacoma um, its value is relatively low to my annual income and that's what I use as, as a general rule of thumb is um, I have a percentage um, of the value of the car as it currently stands not what I owe on it or what is owed or it's the current market value of the car and I make sure it's a certain percentage to my annual income. There's a ton of different ways to come up with a, with a general rule of thumb for looking at cars and in your own situation. Um, and after, in preparation for this, going back to that, in preparation for this episode, I was just doing a ton of research online and looking at a variety of different sources and I just came to a point where I said damn this is all within that bubble of debt mm-hmm. you know yeah all within like how, how what where, where where where's where's the the life hack for cars you know where's where's the where's the roundabout way to get transportation in a way that makes sense that's reasonably priced for your budget and and all the all of the different resources i was looking online was in that conversation of well car payments are okay they're very normal that's for sure well yeah but but the point is like if you are trying to get your financial life in order you can't do normal. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't do normal. Right. You have to get uncomfortable. And that might include driving in a car with no AC. <laughs> well, I mean, you should, yeah, your car kidding. should have a front window shield. Oh, <laughs> window, yeah. You should have a front window. Follow the rules and the yeah. law. <laughs> but I, I just—it's so highly contextual. I mean. I mean, I know that when we were going back and we settled on paying off our debt, I didn't have a car loan and you did. And it was super small. Yeah. It was I think like 200 and 200, a, few, a little over $200. Two bucks. Yeah. 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 I think uh, a life hack <laughs> you're talking about for cars would be like somehow, some way, if you were like good with cars, like if you can fix them and repair them on your own. Like there, that's going to save you money right off the bat. Yeah. Right? Or like if you have like a family car that's not, you know, it may not be the car of your dreams, but it runs and it's doable and someone's willing to gift you that car, that's a life hack, right? Because then you don't have car payment. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how, how easy it is to get gifted a car like that. Yeah, I mean, if you but if you're in a situation where you have an hour drive, let's say you're driving an hour to work, mm-hmm. right? And you're in your nice car, you got this brand new car, the car payment's like 
400 bucks, 500 bucks. Ouch. The air conditioner, you just feel, you just feel so good in that car. Seat warmers. Seat warmers. You have all the sunroof. Sunroof. You have your technology going. You technology going. (laughs) You have, (laughs) you have your, your, your podcast (laughs) going on. You're listening to the debt collaborative on your way to work. Right. Good plug. Got a fist bump for that. Ashley's laughing. You can't hear, but she's laughing right now. <laughs> but are is that okay? If that's your situation. Are you willing to sell that car if it's if if it means that it'll you'll get out of debt? Are you willing to do that to get some kind of a car where it's much older and it's cheaper? But how far are you willing to go? Because you're comfortable in that car. Mm-hmm. It's this, 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 this is a tough conversation. That is tough because I'm thinking in my head, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would not. Nope. I mean, I've, I've driven in cars where the I had, it was stick shift and it kept popping out of fifth gear, my Nissan Sentra. Oh my God. So to drive it, I would have to hold it in fifth gear when I was on the freeway. And if I would let go, it would pop out. What the heck? Yeah. You were not life hacking though. No, no was also, that was not for a good I purpose. I was also 16. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, did, I drove that car around like that too. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Um, I mean, that's one way you could do it, right? You could, you could get rid of that car and, and get something that's a little bit more doable and that you're not paying any debt on, but. Like, what could you do? Like, let's say, I'm just questioning because I can see myself in that situation. I probably wouldn't want to give up that nice car that you talk about right now that you described for my hour drive. Um, What could you do to help slice down those payments? Like, would would it be smarter to save money on gas and try to live closer to work so that way you don't have to? Uh, spend money on gas and you can put more money on the payments. You know, I, I, I guess we just have to go back to our own situation and share how we did it. And I don't know how we did it. I just had a paid off car. I think we um, kind of focus on you. Ha- your car got paid off before. You- <laughs> <laughs> your car got paid off before we started paying off debt, right? Yeah. So that was just, that just happened. It just happened because uh, you were, you were making, making payments. You were even making more payment. You, you would make extra payments on your car. Yep. Dude, you were subliminally like collaborating on your debt on your own. I was. Yeah. 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 Without even knowing it. Yeah. It just took me two more years to get you on board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shots fired. All right. Pew, pew. <laughs> um, and then... For my car, because when we refinanced my car, we got it. What what was the percent? Like it was like one percent, one point nine, one point nine percent. And um, I think we just started kind of attacking that, but we weren't in full debt yet. No, we weren't. No, your loans hadn't kicked in. yet. No, but I was going to school and stuff, huh? Yeah. So, okay. See, I was kind of on board. Yeah. So we just made we just made like chunkier payments to to the car payments. Yeah. When you were doing some research uh, before the you know looking up stuff for the 
for this episode. Did you happen to see what the average car payment was? Oh, I'm gonna admit, I don't know. It was like 400, 500 bucks. I don't know. It's every website was different. Every a lot of the websites didn't even have where they were citing their references. It was just like a dot com, and it was like the average payment's this, and you couldn't find out where they were getting that source of information. Ah, so it was kind of frustrating because they're just kind of blurting out numbers, and then one number said that eighty-five uh, percent of uh, cars that are purchased are purchased with a loan. And, th- and then another website said 44% of Americans have car loans. And it was like, it just sees conflicting. Way, way different. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm it's like half. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say is that it's tra- transportation is, is so important to many of us. Um, it's, 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 it's hard not to, especially in America, especially in California, um, a car is a necessity. And when you go to buy that car, the influence is to getting you a car that is overpriced to what you can really afford is daunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is really well, it's easy cool. to talk yourself into like, oh, I deserve this. Well, not only does yeah, well, not only deserve, but you don't even know what you can afford. And then by the time, and this has happened to me, I've gotten, I was an idiot when I got, when I, the car list that I went through, I I was a moron. Were, how many of those were new cars for you? Two. Two of them? I've, cause I've never, the two cars that I've owned, they've never been brand new. They've been like Pre-owned. pre-owned. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I got the loan for the car. Let's say the. That Honda Civic that I had, that 2001. Was that brand new? Yeah, that was brand new. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea about um, how to how to negotiate uh, the price of a car. I had no idea. And You're I, good at I, it now though, right? Well, with my truck, by the time I hit my truck, yeah. I mean, I, I wheeled and dealed. I did tons of research and I got a great deal on my truck. Um, I think I paid on my truck like... This is in 2007 and Toyota Tacoma. And I think this, the, all the, the, they were going for 22,000 or $23,000 sticker mm-hmm. price. And I think I got it for like 17,300 or something. Oh, dang. That's pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was really proud of myself. Um, you know, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What was the most, like the highest car payment that you've had? Well, so I was saying with the Honda Civic. Oh, that's um, what it was? It was yeah, the Honda? Well, the Honda Civic, when I got it, I wasn't making much money. I was making a minimum wage. At, I worked at an amusement park. Oh, God. What was that wage? I, like $5? I, mean, I don't know. Back then. Do you remember what minimum wage was? <laughs> I don't know. It was like 7 bucks. Okay, $7. $7.25 an hour. <laughs> and I, I, I got this ridiculous Honda Civic, and it was leased, and it was like 380, 358 bucks a month or something You've like that. you leased a car before? Yeah. Oh. So when I leased the car, the Honda Civic, it was like $358. The insurance was like $250. And I was making minimum wage. But yet I got a car. That's yeah, like five, over $500. I know. That's, I know. I like, it was, it took pretty much my whole check. And I was oh. a full-time go-kart mechanic <laughs> at an amusement park. 
So I knew how to work on a go-kart engine, but not a car engine. (laughs) They're not the same. (laughs) (laughs) They're not the same. That's funny. But, um, and I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't have had that car. And I learned some lessons. That's why when I bought my truck, I, I was in a much better position because I'd gotten burned before. And the goal of a, of a dealership, a car dealership, is for you to not focus on the price of the actual car. It's to focus on the monthly payment. Mm. And I got this advertisement in the mail. I was going to ask so I ha- you, I was like, how ironic is, is this yeah. advertisement that's on the table? But you, you had it there. So I, I got an advertisement from Ford in, in the snail mail. Okay. In the mail. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm opening it up. And it's a summer whole, sales event. A summer sales event. Don't miss out. And the entire it has three trucks on it. And it just shows monthly payments. $399 per month, $359 per month, or $419 a month with $4,000 down. And you get this $1,700 rebate. And on the bottom, it just shows you're saving up to $6,000. And oh. this one, you're saving up to $9,000. If you look behind on the other side, you mm-hmm. can have a car for $259 a month. Look at yeah. that one. But nowhere on this whole entire advertisement does it tell you the price of the damn truck. It doesn't? No. No. Look Look on there. No. Monthly right? Pay- monthly payments. No, it, it, it doesn't. Wow. And, and, and in the past, they've done a great job at at obfuscating that number for me when I was purchasing and I didn't I was just trying to purchase the car off the monthly payment and they were they people could tweak the um, APR the percent rate on on the loan if they're financing you or they can tweak the amount of years of that you're repaying back there's so many different things that there's you end up paying more money yeah oh geez so but if you're only focused on a monthly payment that you can afford in your budget you know, but how many, you know, I didn't factor in the maintenance. I didn't factor in insurance when I bought that Honda. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't factor any of that in and that I couldn't do it. I'll leave that story there because it's pretty, it gets rough and I, you know, it, it's a rough story, but. It's a learning experience for sure. Yeah. And, you know, if I, if I went back to that time when I bought that car if I had more of the mindset that I have now, I would have never bought that car. Yeah. I would have bought a bike. <laughs> and I would have rode a bike to the bus and taken the bus. And I would have done I would have done that until I cleaned up my situation. That's how hardcore I feel about it now. Mm. I would never do that again. You live and you learn. Yeah. Got a great deal on that truck, though. (laughs) (laughs) So my question to the people who are listening and collaborating with this, who are on their own debt journey, my question is, how far are you willing to go to letting go of that status symbol of the infamous automobile? Like, how far are you willing to go? What are you willing... Maybe maybe your situation doesn't... 
really would benefit from from transportation mm-hmm. but maybe your situation would and how how far are you willing to go to make that change that's to, a that's a great question to prove to yourself yeah right for example at the beginning of the year i had set some goals for this year and i told myself if i was serious i wouldn't have a beer and any listener of the podcast knows that I love beer <laughs> and I haven't had a single drop of that alcoholic beverage this entire year because I'm proving to myself that I want this other goal more than that distraction. So I guess when it comes to a cars, you know, you got to ask yourself that same question. Mm-hmm. And realize that and i'm saying this speaking to or for myself i guess because i told you that oh thinking about that i might struggle i might i thinking of the past i would have struggled with making that decision i would have had to tell myself that it's not forever that it's just temporary oh you're right yeah that's a good yeah that's that probably would make me feel better (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) dang ashley you brought it home that's a good point. Let's end on that. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. It's not forever either. Thank you so much for listening to the Debt Collaborative podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And if you would like to join the conversation, you can check us out at our Facebook group at the Debt Collaborative. And we would like to give a huge thank you to I Above for his original intro music. You can check him out on Spotify at iAbove or on Instagram at iAbove Original. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.